1: slow down and filthy but the discipline is on point school myself made my own dojo a cold flow with the whole dose of soul maintain composure even in theory and anomaly
0: properties this week on the pete the planner show we talked to a mom who's uh, wanting to get into real estate she's got a little ang- she's a little anxiety about how she's doing but frankly i think she's doing pretty darn good we're gonna meet her now her fake name of course is nicole hello nicole Hello. So now if I talk to our producer, Nicole, we'll call her <laughs> Frank. Frank, you're going to be Frank today. So you're Frank. Hi, Nicole. Why are you with us today? What are we going to do for you?
2: Hi, I just had some questions that I kind of wanted to give somebody else's um, opinion or guidance on regarding my finances. I do want to um, start investing in real estate, as I said, and just trying to figure out the best route to go ahead and start doing that.
0: All right. So here's what I understand about your life. Feel free to correct any of it. You make just under $60,000 uh, a year or so. Is already 57,600? Am I making that number up? Is that right? That's right. All right, you, uh, let's see, what else do I know about you? You uh, put 5% in your 401k, your employer puts in 5% for a total of 10% and you've got like 30 some thousand dollars in your 401k, correct? Correct. You already own a home, but someone else, your brother lives there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is he paying you?
2: He, he is paying the bills, but I'm not, charged. I'm not making a profit off of him.
0: Okay, so you're not making a profit off. We'll turn the screws on him later, put the, <laughs> put the juice to him. Do you have any equity in that home?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I think I do, but I'm not positive. Okay. I
0: bought it in 2010 um, for 57.5. Look at you. So eight years ago, and you're only 32, right? Right. So you bought it when you were 24? Yes. How did you have the money and the wherewithal to buy a home at age 24?
2: Um, I just always, you know, had a good credit. and um, I'm good with my finances. I'm pretty disciplined.
0: All right. So which brings up a question I have for you. Um, from what I understand, you have student loans that you are not currently paying on. Is that, is that true?
2: That is true.
0: So how in the world do you have good credit? Like, how is that possible? Um, I'm on an income-based repayment plan, and my payment is zero. What, what, <laughs> So you're an income-based repayment, but you make 57600 What are the other factors making it zero? My
2: children, there and I guess my expenses.
0: Okay, so you don't have to pay, and the idea here is that you will satisfy the period of income-based repayment, they will write off the rest, and you will just deal with the tax consequences at that point in time. Is that is that the direction you're going with it?
2: Um, I ho- I'm hoping to, but I um, I know there are certain stipulations that you have to meet to get it written off. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm hoping to get some of it written off at a point, but I don't know if that I will be able to get it all written off.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, what other debts do you have right now? You have a credit card and a car. Are, is are those your other debts? And is there anything else as well? Yep
2: those are my only debt all
0: right, right how, how much on that credit card
2: um I, those balances are like under a thousand dollars so i and i pay my balance um mostly in full, or you know leave a little bit for the next month so i, I normally pay it off each month
0: and then you have a car payment
2: yes um, my car payment is 224 and i owe uh, about 5200 on it
0: okay and you've got a decent savings account too right
2: um yeah i have about 8300 in savings right now um that's this short term, and then I'm kind of deciding right now if I need to start, uh, go ahead and pay off the car or if I want to start paying down
0: student loans. Do you think you're doing well, or do you think you're struggling? Like, what, what do you, how do you think you're doing? I
2: think I'm doing okay.
0: I think you're doing okay. I mean, it's like if we <laughs> take a look at... Nicole, can you pull up the grid there for us? We've got this grid where we sort of evaluate people's, how they think they're doing versus how they're really doing. You... um you've got about a 10% power percentage, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Nicole, graph where we think we're, where we've got our friend, uh, fake name, Nicole, there she is. All right, so you can't see this fake name, Nicole, because we're using a telephone and we have not yet tapped into technology where you can see what I'm seeing, but we've got you in group three and we wanna move you up to one. So here is our two-part plan to do this. Number one, we need to, uh, this sounds silly, uh, we, we need you to feel better about what's really going on in your life, and we'll do that here in a second, that's the easy part. Then the second part is, we actually need to do do a little bit better too. And you want to do that through real estate. Why do you want to become a real estate investor?
2: Um, I've always liked it, um, and I've, I've seen my aunt do it, and my cousin do it, and they've been successful, and um, they've had freedom from not being, having to go to a nine to five, and I would like the freedom of not having to go to a nine to five, but um, working for myself
0: and what method have they used to uh, sort of accumulate their uh, real estate portfolio are they doing no money down or like have you got into it with them of of what their methodology is
2: yeah um, so my aunt um, she initially got into it um, luck of the draw she got she got a house for a really cheap price and that's how she got into it Um, so she didn't really have to get along with that first property and then from there on she started um, building up her portfolio and um, there are times she does have to put money down um, and she's and they're all under her name and you know she doesn't have like a company set up to where they're under her company right now and so she's just been purchasing mortgages straight directly under her and her husband.
0: Okay and so that seems like the route you want to go as well?
2: Um, no, I'm, I would like to try to do like, uh, no money down or other people's money. You know, sure. I'm trying to go that route.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So it's interesting. You've got, you've got the one property you bought for super cheap and you're trying to buy your, your, grandma passed away and you're trying to buy her old house, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What issues will you have with that? Is there any strange thing to it?
2: Um, well, Because she passed away um, and she didn't leave a will or anything, the the house is currently in the estate of. And she had two mortgages on the home and um, they're both in jeopardy of going into default. And the first mortgage, um, the final payment, I don't know if my aunt has been making the payments because my aunt is over the estate. but. the final payment for the first mortgage would have been due in this month, September, and then um, the second mortgage, so the way the second mortgage was set up with my grandmother, um, she had an amount she had to pay, and then they had a balloon payment on top of her payment. Um, So the portion um, that she had left is about $20,000, and, or 18, and the balloon payment is $15,000. Um, They gave my aunt a deal in July, and she didn't take it at that time. Um, And they were going to write off the balloon payment um, if she stuck with the deal that they had set out for her. Uh Um, And she didn't at that time, so now they want the entire payment. So now they want the entire $31,000. What
0: what do you think the place is worth?
2: Um, I think it's worth about like $60, $70, maybe more. Um, It needs some fixing up. Um, so my uncle was living in there being negligent. Um, the pipes burst, um, needs a new heater and things like that. But, um, I think it does have potential and it has potential to be a multifamily home as well.
0: All right. So that would, that, that's where I get to the uncomfortable question of the day. Uh, but I think you may have just answered why even mess with that property versus go with one that has less baggage associated with it is the answer because it's got multifamily home possibilities to it
2: um that
0: and kind of because i just wanted to kind of keep it in the family okay yeah i mean again I, I am i i don't know if i consider myself a real estate investor or not i have a couple pieces of property <laughs> but um i know that sort of the emotional attachment to property can get you into trouble I, I do know that right um so what would be your purchase to to or what would be your plan to make that purchase do you have a plan in place to make that happen
2: so, um, yeah, so my aunt has been working with, um, well, she's been trying to get paperwork in order. Um, and what they, what, um, um we've talked with a mortgage guy and he told her what they had, all they needed to do was create a purchase order, mm-hmm. um, for the property, for the amount that they want to sell it to me for. Um, but what she was going to do is add in a little bit more so that I could fix the home up with the amount that they're selling it to me for, um, quote unquote. And, um... I, I was that's the route we were thinking about going and then that way i won't have to put, do a down payment sure. or um you know and so and then i would just move there from where i'm currently standing that will take care of the payment
0: okay yeah so the 895 or whatever you're paying in rent now becomes mm-hmm. the payment that you'd be paying making i mean that is a i don't want to say it's somewhat reasonable but that's a somewhat reasonable thing right i mean uh, mm-hmm. if 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 the mortgage broker says that is possible i, I don't know one way or the other frankly um, that begins to build your real estate portfolio and then you have two pieces of real estate then it becomes how do you get your third all the while you've got a 10% power percentage which is which is okay I'd like it to be higher I'd like it to be closer to 20 um, here's a question how did you get $8,000 in your savings account like how did it get to be that high?
2: Um, my taxes and then um, like taxes um, so I, <laughs> I, <clears throat> one of my two of my kids that. But he
0: then, you know, he was behind on child support and I end up getting his taxes as well. <laughs> okay. That's, that's how that works, though. So nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Uh, so do you anticipate next, next tax season that putting even more money into your savings?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. And then do you, it sounds like you don't necessarily use uh, your tax refund and you don't spend it. You, you've, you've been saving it. Or did you get enough that you were actually uh, spending it, too?
2: But, yeah, this time I
0: got enough where I was able to spend some and save some. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, again, the the way I view my job in relation to to this show and and what we do here is like, okay, do I see any glaring errors? No. I mean, if you've got $8,000 in savings, that becomes the emergency fund for your household. And if you're going to be an owner of real estate, by all means, you need to have um, some money set aside for that, too. Um, but if you're going to be living in the second piece of real estate and your brother's going to be paying for the first part of real estate, the plan starts to make sense. What's the mortgage situation on the first? Is it uh, it a 30-year mortgage? Um, What are the terms of that one?
2: Yes, it's 30-year, and I was thinking about financing to a 50-year because my friend told me she did it and her payment actually went down, but I'm not sure if that'll be the same case for me. but.
0: Yeah, I thought about it. That, it just depends when you bought. Well, I guess you said you bought that property in 2008 or 2000. When did you say? 2010. Yeah. Eh, mm-hmm. Interest rates have gone up since then. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That'd be interesting. So, but you also commute like an hour and a half to work every day. Yes. Oh, are you, how long do you want to do that?
2: I don't, I'm over it. <laughs> so how
0: would this, would the, this move to this property, would it change that commute? Um, no. <sighs> yeah, that stinks. It so could that...
2: potentially
0: lessen my expenses. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I don't do a ton with real estate, which is pretty obvious. I have a good friend, uh, not good friend, but maybe overselling it. I, I have an acquaintance. That's a better way to say it, Frank. Uh, I have an acquaintance who has a podcast called Afford Anything. And she is a, uh, a, real, it's a real estate investment podcast. Uh, have, mm-hmm. you, have you ever listened to that by any chance? No, i haven't all right it's called afford anything paula Pants
2: okay.
0: is the is the host she's an acquaintance to call her a good friend probably not a not a, not a thing uh anyway afford Anything it, it might be great for you because it really is about building real estate empires and i think it'd be interesting um i i think the the one thing i i would tell you is that arguably if you're getting that significant amount of a tax refund like what do you think you will get Next spring, as a tax refund, what, yours and the child support payment. If that happens again, what, how much do you think you'll get?
2: Um, I I usually get like um like five to eight.
0: Okay, so if and if, I was thinking yeah. about that
2: too because I have been listening to some tax podcasts or whatever, and um they were saying I should basically be trying to come out even versus getting a big refund at the end of the year. But I don't want to owe, so that's why I don't. That's why I haven't up my exemptions. Yeah, throughout the year because I was scared
0: to owe. No, owing. And no then
2: part. I'm also paying taxes in two states, also. So
0: I think as long as you make reasonable decisions with the refund when it comes, I don't think there's anything. I mean, technically, yeah, you're, you're technically you should owe because then you're borrowing their money and then paying them, and you get to work with it. But like, uh, I have no problem with the way you're doing it as long as you're putting away a significant portion. Let's say you put away $5,700 next spring into your savings. That's another 10% of your income. Your power percentage is actually 20%. Uh, We like to see a power percentage above 21%. So that's pretty darn good. The key would be to consistently increase your 401k contribution so that you can you know, build wealth that way, as well as the real estate that, that you're going to begin to, to, to build. But having that cash is so helpful, right? Right.
2: So do you think I should pay off the car and start paying down the debt or mm. keep paying payments?
0: I, I, I think you should keep paying payments, frankly, because okay. I would much rather 5,200 bucks to get rid of $5,200 worth of cash to, to free up $224 or whatever of cash a month just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. I would just keep paying it. And uh, especially if real estate is the thing you're going to do and you're going to need money to rehab this house. Like cash is right. king for you. I would not part with it. Okay. Is that fair?
2: And then it is.
0: All right. What, what else? Did you, you had one other question?
2: So do you think um, that I should, you, I know you just said increase my 401k. You think I should increase my 401k that I'm putting in, or do you think I should open a Roth?
0: Uh, You can open a Roth is going to be more flexible for you by all means. I mean, you could uh, use it for college education. You can always take out what you've put in uh, in the case of emergency. And I mean, I don't know anything about your 401k, but a Roth would also be a reasonable option for you, too. I like the financial life that you've built, though. I mean, I really do. It's it's um, you have how many children do you have? Three single mom of three kids, 32 years old, about to have two properties, 30 grand and a 401k. Like this is pretty, I like it. Like I, 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 I like it, there's some moving pieces, but I can tell, and I mean this uh, a, as a compliment, it's your hustle and ingenuity that is making this work because $57,000 for a single mom of three where you live, that's not a tremendous amount of money, but you're making it do a lot of right. things. I like it. Oh, you're doing great. Thank you. No, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Um, anything else? No, that
2: was it. You gave me some great insight.
0: Well, I appreciate you being on the show, and I also appreciate you picking the fake name or being given the fake name of Nicole <laughs> so that it adds confusion to the show because I like that. I like that a lot. So No
2: problem. Thank you. It's my that, middle name. <laughs> oh, good. Well, best
0: of luck to you. Keep us updated. We like updates.
2: Okay, thank you. All Have right. a good day.
0: All right, my pleasure. All right, that's Bye. it for this week's Pete the Planner Show you know, I love having people on the show that have situations we haven't necessarily seen before. That's a unique one. Nicole, what do you think about that? I love it. Single mom, three kids, lives in an expensive area. So that's why she drives an hour and a half to work. So she doesn't have to live in the super expensive area. Right. And then, uh, yeah.
2: It's one of those, she's got so many moving pieces, but so many moving pieces that could be moving in the right direction for her.
0: Yeah, I just hope it's not a house of cards thing. That's why if she goes too cash poor, like if she she pays off too much debt with that savings, then if something goes wrong, she's in trouble. But you know, I mean, when you're a single mom of three, you gotta take some risks. And so far it seems like she's taking the right risks, in my opinion. And
2: it's cool to see that she's willing to take the risks for the payoff.
0: Absolutely. All right, that's it for this week's show. If you want to be on the show, be on the show. Go to PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. We'd love to have you. Until then, I'm Pete the Planner, and this is my show. This is for information purposes only. not the Swiss financial planning the flights. Consult a financial divisor. Hi, I'm internet podcaster Peter Don. You may know me It's Pete the Planner. You hear me on the radio and on your podcasting device, but did you know you can also see me on YouTube? That's right, we have a YouTube channel and we call it PeteThePlanner.tv. We ask you to subscribe so you can catch great shows like Pete's Eats and this here podcast with drawings. But the drawings are made with a video camera. Subscribe today.
1: Salutations, I bring you Love Tron greetings from my far away land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love try can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing, And is that how y'all say it?